coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Put a smile upon your face as if there's nothing wrong. Think about a good time had a long time ago. Think about forgetting about your worries and your woes. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Well, sadly, it won't be a very sunny day today, not outside. We will try to bring the sunshine indoors to you every day. It's a sunny day when you're here with the Watchdog Morning Show. Weekdays from 7 until 10 o'clock. We've got about uh, 51 minutes left to go of good conversation. And you are welcome to be part of that on the Frio Stack Auction Service text line at 304-214-1600 or the Frio Stack Auction Service phone line at 304-232-8255. Temperature roaming right around freezing. We've been kind of bouncing up and down, degree up, a degree down, depending on where you're at. Right now, looking at 33 at the airport, 33 at the Highlands, 35 in Elm Grove, and 32 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Uh, again, partly cloudy today, 38 for the high, not a whole lot warmer than we are right now. Tomorrow, pick up more uh, degrees, about 47, 48 for tomorrow, and the rest of the week will be clear. Today, cloudy, but clear skies most of the rest of the week. Mid-40s for all the week into the 50s for the weekend. No rain, no snow that I see in the forecast yet or that Adam has predicted in the forecast yet for us. But this time of year, one never knows. Hey, our friend uh, Mike Tomlin. Not Mike Tomlin. I'm reading the headline here. Our friend Mike Florio. Yeah, he's our friend. Mike Florio, uh, Wheeling native. NBC sportscaster, uh, host friend of, of the show, friend, friend of this show. He's uh, written a book, couple books. He was on recently with us talking about his uh, new book, which is a Christmas book. He will be uh, at the Ohio County Library Friday, I think it is this week, uh, with copies of his book and giving a speech and signing him if you want to and so on. Um, but uh, in his NBC sports column over the weekend, Bob headline. Tell me what you think. Is it time for the Steelers and Mike Tomlin to go their separate ways? Yeah, I think it is, uh, but I don't think it'll happen. This is the way he looks at it. He says, would the Steelers move on from Mike Tomlin? With three coaches since 1969, it is not the way of the Steelers to uh, fire their coach. But that doesn't mean it's not time for a change. The question becomes whether Tomlin might think it is time to leave. What I would like to see happen, Howard, I think the perfect scenario is uh, let's pick the uh, Washington Commanders. It used to be the Washington Redskins. They need a coach, and they they have a lot of money. Uh, Mike Tomlin is, is from that area. Uh, they have a really uh, good draft pick coming up. Uh, they, they will not make the playoffs. The perfect scenario would be if Washington was interested, uh, Mike Tomlin continued, wanted to continue coaching, and the Steelers would get a number one pick. That would be just the, the best scenario. Uh, Florio concludes his column this weekend. Uh, this is not about whether the Steelers would fire him. This is about whether Tomlin would be ready and willing to move on. And it's about whether the Steelers would make a reasonable request for compensation, given that Tomlin needs only to coach one more year before securing the ability to go wherever he chooses. So um, that's uh, Florio's position. Yeah, and, and I think it could benefit Mike uh, Mike Tomlin more than anybody because again, the right fit. They're going to give him a lot money, a lot of money because it'll be a new beginning, and uh, they've had a lousy stretch. 
So it, I, I, I'm with uh, Mike 100%, not, not Mike Tomlin. Mike Florio. Mike Florio, absolutely. I'm getting the mics all confused here. I've got to be honest with you. Wait a minute. That mic is on. Howard. That mic is on. Okay. <laughs> so is it time for Steelers and Mike Tomlin to go their separate ways? Commentary on NBCSports.com from our friend Mike Florio, who will be in town this weekend uh, for the book signing. It's not a book signing. It's a it's a lunch with books program, but he will sign books. You know, Mike's a great guy. I just wish he would uh, call the good old boys just a little bit more often. You know, kind of see what we were thinking. We might be able to give him a little inside give information. Some, some how? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Point him in the right direction from time to time. Yeah, I'm sure he might. Uh, he might want that. <laughs> I don't know. Nine thirteen here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. Probably should take a minute here, Bob, to remind people one last time. Because in about 45 minutes, the auction will begin to wind down. We have been promoting for you a Frio Stack auction over the last several weeks. Uh, it is the estate of uh, former sheriff, former FBI agent, really super guy, uh, Tom Burgoyne, his estate. And also combined with the estate of a former John Marshall High School teacher who was uh, just beloved by many of his students. Uh, I knew him quite well as well, Harold Vitale. Uh, the two of them have their estates combined for a single auction. It's an online auction only, and it is winding down today. And again, the, the timing is excellent for it's that, that unique Christmas gift that you just can't find anywhere else. Uh, we've talked about it, uh, coins for the coin collector, baseball memorabilia, Bill Mazeroski autographed, uh, Phil Necro autographed. Uh, there's other pennants there, that type of thing, collectibles. There's a little bit in this auction, like like quite a bit of these auctions, that is there for everyone. A little bit for everyone. So go check it out at FrioStack.com. And you'll uh, you, the bidding will the bidding is still underway. It's been underway now for a couple of weeks, but it will wind down, close down at ten o'clock, and they'll start doing it uh, lot by lot throughout the day. So if you are interested, go to FrioAndStack.com right now and take a look at what they have available and place your online bid. Hit the Bid Now button. And if you have uh, anything about typewriters or know anybody that uh, has any kind of uh, fascination with typewriters, man, do we have the place for you. I said earlier, you know, listen, if you know somebody who's looking for a hobby, tell them, say, hey, I'm going to give here's your whole hobby. Be a typewriter collector and you can have a, have a collection of typewriters. So, uh, courtesy of uh, of, uh, of the Frio Stack auction and uh, and uh, Harold Vitale. 9.15 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, Patrick Morrissey uh, did not take part in the gubernatorial debate that Metro News put on last week. He did go out on his own and had a uh, an interview, an online interview with another news service. It, I don't think it really... I don't know how many people paid attention to it. Uh, but in the meantime, Morrissey just had... Just slammed Metro News. I don't know why you do. Well, I'll talk about that coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show. On Metro News Hotline. I know it creeped up on us all. It's National Empanada Day. Oh, man. National How did I forget this year? we got to get a card this year Na again. Now you're thinking, Dave, what's an empanada? An empanada is basically a single-serve turnover. You can fill it with all kinds of stuff. Empanadas, Coop, in or out. Did you eat a lot of empanadas when you were in that re-education camp in Ecuador? Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Oh, oh. 
Santa Duck is in town at your nearest Lucky Duck discounters. Smart Christmas shoppers start early at Lucky Duck, where the price goes down as the week rolls on with thousands of bin items. Plus, shelf items like refrigerators, patio furniture, baby supplies, and more priced at 40% below retail. No other bin store in our area offers these great buys. Start your Christmas shopping now because it's all first come, first served, and items on the shelf change every week. Visit Lucky Duck discounters, Wheeling, Glendale, New Martinsville, Steubenville, and Morgantown. Lucky Duck, more than just a bin store, it's your Christmas shopping headquarters. With the weather changing, now's a great time to head on into your local Toyota dealer, where legendary performance and reliability go hand in hand. Check out a sporty Camry with available all-wheel drive and Toyota Safety Sense, or the spacious RAV4, turning heads with amazing fuel efficiency. And now, explore Toyota like never before, with hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and full electric options. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Offers end October 31st. Toyota, let's go places. Looking to buy or sell a home? For a reliable, experienced agent that has been serving the tri-state area for over 30 years, contact Denise Pavlik, realtor salesperson with Paul Associates in the Glendale Marshall County office at 304-281-5250. Live and local. Every weekday. With 10,000 watts of total power on WKKX and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own More than you could ever know Make my wish come true All I want for Christmas Is you It's 919, 19 after the hour, Watchdog Morning Show for a Monday, kicking off a brand new week of activity. My last week before Christmas. This is the last week I'll be here before Christmas. Uh, I'm off all of next week, uh, heading down to the Greenbrier for a uh, fun time down there with some friends and uh, the Uniglobe travel team. And we're going to take the bunker tour and take a sleigh ride or a carriage ride, depending on whether there's snow or not, and uh, kind of wander around the Greenbrier and check things out and most importantly, have some really good food and eat, well, really expensive meals, to be really honest with you. And i got to double-check to make sure that my sport coats are ready because you got to wear a sport coat to go to dinner. Don't take one credit card with you, Howard. Take two or three, okay? I need the big ones. I need, to, I, I need, to, I need the big ones, the heavy ones. And i got to tell you, one of my credit cards is so heavy right now because I've been— Don't take that one, Howard. No, I've been using it for Christmas. And I said earlier, I had really a game plan. I was going to control the spending this year, control the giving this year really more than the spending. I, I had already made a plan, two gifts for every person on my list, uh, and they're going to be really nice gifts. I'm going to do chintzy stuff, but everybody's going to get really a couple of nice things. Um, that, that excludes the kids. Of course, Teddy, Ariana, they'll get their, their kids. They'll get plenty of stuff. In fact, I'm still finding more things for Teddy. But uh, – I blew that. I just blew that that game plan completely out of the water. The two things for everybody. Now the everybody gets nice stuff. That part still stayed there. So oh man, I have one credit card that is so heavy. I mean, I'm not. It is. I can barely carry it in my pocket, and that's not a joke. Well, you remember what I told Ken Heckler all those years ago, Howard? 
You can't take it with you, Grandpa. <laughs> I guess not. So, <laughs> but my kids, I hope my kids appreciate their Christmas gifts because it's half of their uh, inheritance that I think I am spending at Christmas time this year. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, 9.20 here on the Watchdog uh, Morning Show. So th- I'm here this week, and then uh, I'm gone next week. You'll be there. I know you're putting together some good shows. What do you have planned? Do you, have you any- know what, Howard? I don't know. Oh, okay. I just know I'm filling in, and I'm going to try to get a lot, a lot of help. That's all. All right. Well, when you know what it is, tell us so we know what to look forward to. I'll, I'll t- I can't guarantee when I'm at the Greenboro I'm going to be tuning in all the time, but I'd like to see how things go. Well, I'm hoping they already have us on down there, Howard. Well, you, you know? know what? I'm going to talk and say, hey, put us, can't you pipe? Listen, I'm I'm here. The governor knows me. Turn it up. Like, the governor said, well, Howard, you're very nice. What do you say about me? You're a nice man. and A lot of goodness, Howard. A lot, a lot of goodness, goodness in you. Like, hey, just pipe us right through. Right through this. Forget that. Forget those Christmas songs you got piping through. Let's put let's put Slider through. Um, last week, Metro News held a debate uh, for the gubernatorial candidates in West Virginia, the Republican gubernatorial candidates. There is a Democrat in the field, Steve Williams, the mayor of Huntington. Uh, but the Democrat field is the one we're talking about right now because there is a an aggressive primary going on. Four main candidates are there. And... Um, Three of them debated on the Metro News stage last week. It's a debate that I took part in, in the post-game analysis on Metro News. Um, but uh, Moore Capito, Mac Warner, and Chris Miller, businessman from the Charleston area, all it was a very good debate, I thought. Hoppy moderated it, and he really posed a lot of questions. If you watch the debate or listen to the debate uh, here on the Watchdog Radio Network, you would have learned a lot about the three candidates. You would have learned nothing about Patrick Morrissey. Patrick Morrissey is the attorney general here in the state who is uh, also running. And um, it, it is, uh, um, and, he's the, and he is the, the, uh, the leader in the polls right now, most of the polls. And so Morrissey um, was notably absent from that debate. He said, I ain't coming to your debate. I'm not coming. I don't want to go. I don't want to be with you Metro News people. His campaign, well, you talk about just snarky, smarmy. His campaign issued a statement after the debate. The debate tonight, last week, was reminiscent of the presidential debates. A bunch of guys playing for second place. We wish them luck in trying to get the silver medal. He just called all the other candidates losers. Yeah. This is, what, this, this, is, this is an arrogance that I just, I'm not a big fan of Morrissey's. I don't know if you know that or not. But gee, this arrogance, this is the, the he thinks he's Donald Trump. You know what? He's not Donald Trump. Well, not even close. I mean, again, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw that at her if I was trying to pay someone a compliment. But you know what? I was I think really that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. I was really tough on Morrissey too. And then I think what had kind of happened was that uh, Alex Mooney came from Maryland, and you know he was a bigger carpetbagger, so he got my attention. And I thought, I thought Morrissey did some good things. Uh, but maybe I was wrong. He, you know, he catches. He, I guess it all depends on what 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 side of the aisle you're on. But I thought he was a real horse's ass, Howard. Uh, okay, I don't, I don't I don't agree with you not going to the debate. Should have left it alone there. But these comments again, I just what a jerk. What yeah. a freaking jerk. Yeah, that's you know. And then uh, I didn't even understand half of what he said. He, he then went on to do an interview with the parent company of the Charleston Gazette. It's a streaming interview only. I'll be brutally honest, I have not watched the streaming interview. I have read several articles about it, including in the Gazette, so I assume that they're fair and accurate. Uh, in that interview, still talking about the other debate, 
he said that the Metro News debate was too early in the election cycle. Uh, it's not the filing deadline isn't even until January, so it was too early in the election cycle. But then he goes on to say, "I've been out in front challenging all the other candidates to debate." Wait a minute, you've been out in front challenging others to debate, but. There was a debate and you didn't go. And, and Mr. Morrissey, you got beat the last time out. You know, you popped off a lot back then, too. Now, again, you were up against the biggest Democrat uh, at that state. time in the state. Yeah. But you got beat. And where is your ringing endorsement from Trump these days? I haven't heard it. You know, you, you got a you got a group of candidates there. Has Trump come out and said you got to you got to vote for my boy, Patrick Morrissey? Don't believe so. I haven't heard that, Howard. I do not believe so. Uh, Morrissey said, we're reasonable. We, now, see, I don't understand this. We're reasonable. We work with people. But I'm never going to just take the directive of the media about the rules and what they say has to happen. Well, I, what, I, Metro News said we're going to have a debate. Do you want to be there? I mean, that's isn't that the way it works? You know what, what my political wish now is, Howard? You got me stirred up. I hope Mooney goes away, and I hope Morrissey goes away. I hope they both don't have a job. Morrissey did not mention a tiff that he had in September with Metro News. You might remember this. There was a poll that Metro News conducted, and it showed him slightly behind more capito in the race. The Morrissey campaign made a big deal about that, and Metro News did look at the poll, and they said, yeah, the numbers weren't quite right. They readjusted the number, and Morrissey was still in second place. And then Morrissey went on to just just diss Metro News a good bit. So I don't know how much of this is personal. I don't know. In the debate on Thursday night of the other candidates, um, businessman Chris Miller criticized Morrissey for his absence, just not being there, as well as his earlier work uh, as a lobbyist representing pharmaceutical companies. Here's the words of Chris Miller, businessman. You know it's not leadership? When Patrick Morrissey was a lobbyist, he showed up every single day for the special interest. Then when the voters and the taxpayers have serious questions, he doesn't show up at all. He's hiding in his basement like Joe Biden. Later, the conversation turned to the opioid addiction crisis. Uh, you recall this is first foundation that's been created. Morrissey created this, uh, taking some of the money from the opioid settlement and putting it into a foundation, which will then decide how to use it all across the state. Uh, Chris Miller said the amount available to the state should have been much more than he put into this foundation. Simply put, he's a bad negotiator. More Capito, the House Judiciary Chairman, said we had a chance of a lifetime to bring dollars and funding in to prevent this in the opioid settlement. Patrick Morrissey is not here tonight because he can't answer the difficult questions that West Virginians are asking about that sketchy deal. Uh, and then Capito wonders, is Morrissey trying to use this first foundation to get political points, since he'll be the one sort of overseeing it, you know, when money gets handled out. Oh, I did this for you. Um, I love this phrase from More Capito. I don't know where Patrick Morrissey is tonight. Maybe in his Washington, D.C. apartment watching on television. <laughs> we ask him to pledge the people of West Virginia, you won't use the money that needs to be distributed on need and need alone for your own political gain. And he declined to do that. Now, Morrissey did answer some of these things in the online uh, interview he did. Uh, Morrissey described his results in the opioid settlement as the number one per capita settlement in the country. Um, 
Usually when you get it right, you're going to get attacked by someone. That's always a good answer. Well, they're attacking me because I did good. Yeah, who said you get it right there, Patrick? Yeah, exactly so. And so. I got the sense, Howard, that they were waiting to gang up on him. You know, if he shows up, I think he would have been the enemy of just about everybody else on stage. And maybe he said, you know what, I'm not going to walk into that. I think that um, Chris Miller in particular clearly was prepared when the time came, when the opioid issue came up, he knew how he was going to attack Morrissey. It wasn't off the cuff. It was, you know, and I don't, I mean, that's fine. That's what you do. You prepare for a debate. But I, I, he was holding that in his pocket, right? Just waiting for Hoppy to ask the right question. Then, boom, he pulled those cards out of his pocket and threw them on the table. But, you know, I, I remind, remember the, the, the presidential debate when, when Biden was, 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 you know, they all jumped on him. Everybody on that stage <laughs> jumped on him that night, but he won. You know, somehow he was able to shake it off. I don't think if Morrissey would have showed up, I don't think it would have, would have went that well. I think they would have all pointed the finger, and I think he would have regretted showing up. I, I think you're probably right. So maybe from Morrissey's point of view, not the public's point of view, but maybe from Morrissey's point of view, he was better off not to be there. Um, all three of the other candidates, Mac Warner, uh, Chris Miller, and uh, Moore Capito, comported themselves very well. They have very differing points of view on several things. You learn, we learned a lot of different things about all three of the candidates if you watch that debate or listen to that debate. But they were gentlemanly. Nobody called anybody else a dirty name. In fact, several people, you know, uh, when it came to uh, uh, election denying and stealing the election and so on, uh, the other two candidates both complimented Mac Warner for having done a good job in West Virginia. Uh, not so much about that CIA business, but that's a whole different story. But uh, the so they were they were it was a congenial debate. It was a collegial debate. Different points of view. Clearly, one arguing against another, but they were they were they were nice guys arguing. I think if Morrissey was there, he would have been like the slob in the crowd. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? It does, and you know he probably got tipped off, and he said, "Okay, maybe I shouldn't show up." And he, I think, he would not have but, been gentle. But keep your mouth shut. You know, this, yeah. this, yeah, just, keep quiet. Just, just you know, it's the losers' debate. You know, I, I can't wait for him to lose, Howard. Man, but riled me up. Right now, he is. Right now, he's the. Whole favorite. But you think he wins? No, not necessarily. I said this last week, and I'll say it again. I think that um, I, I don't. I don't see how Chris Miller can win. Chris Miller is interesting. I'm going to invite him on the show because he's a candidate and he's not familiar with people up here. Um, I don't think he can win, but I think more Capito. I've always thought Mac Warner had a shot. Uh, I think more Capito gives, in particular, gives Morrissey a strong run for his money. Um, and I don't know how this whole not doing the debate thing is going to play out. Uh, again, I think he's comes across as very petty, very small. He's not small, by the way, but do you understand what I'm saying? Very petty. And I, 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 he's the front runner right now. I suppose if you're putting money down right now, I guess you put money on Morrissey. But I'm telling you, I think anything, anything could happen. And I think more capital gives him a good, strong run for his money. Um, and if I was putting money down, it wouldn't be the safe bet, but I think my bet would be more capital. 
I, my uh, election wish is this, quite simple. I hope that uh, Mr. Morrissey and Mr. Mooney have to start all over in and, another state. Pick and, another state. <laughs> and, well, they, they, came from, they came from beyond. They can go back from beyond, right? Go west, young man. Go west. <laughs> and, they, um, um, and neither one really has another career option here in the state. I mean, Morrissey has been attorney general for, uh, what, three terms? Took a stab at Senate, lost, taking a stab at governorship. If he loses, again, I, I'm not saying he will because I think right now he is the favorite. But if he loses, what's he do next? What, what does he do? Run for attorney general again? Maybe he can go back to be a lobbyist again, Howard. Hang around the state and, and hope in four years to try. I mean, I, I don't know what he does. Same thing with Mooney. And who did I talk to? Stephen or Brad or somebody? A week, uh, maybe Mark somebody a week recently. If, um, if Mooney loses, let me rephrase that. When Mooney loses to justice, um, I think Mooney's political career is done in this state. Now he might go back to Maryland, try again back there. More likely, I think he'll end up being on, you know, a lobbyist on Capitol Hill and probably making 10 times more money than he did as a congressman. I don't know. Um, anyway, so I wanted to bring up to speed on where things were with Patrick Morrissey. I have invited Morrissey on. And they've just declined, and I, 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 pro, I, I don't know if I'll make another stab at it or not. I wish he would come on. I have not talked to Morrissey on the air, jeez, I don't think since he was first elected, three terms ago. Uh, I see him out in the public every once in a while. He's generally friendly to me, but he hasn't been on the show. And when he announced for candidacy, I sent a note to his staff. I said, I'd love to talk to him this week when he announces or any time he's open, available for the show. But uh, no luck. No luck from Patrick Morrissey on that. Uh, I will try to get the other candidates on soon. And I suppose at some point I'm going to have to ask Mac Warner about that CIA stealing the election stuff, huh? You think I have to do that one of these days? <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Go ahead. <laughs> You know, I like Mac, and we get along fairly well. I purposely try to avoid some of his far-right stands when he's on the show so we don't get into a fight. That CIA thing. I'm afraid... See, I'm afraid he may be like Ryan Weld and slam the door in my face next time I'm down there if we go into that. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, 9.35.25 to the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. Let's check into the newsroom. Uh, Rebecca Little was working there this morning. Good morning, I'm Rebecca Little with a look at your morning headlines for this Monday, December the 11th. In a heartwarming holiday initiative, local law enforcement partnered up with more than 100 kids from the community for a special shopping spree. The Fraternal Order of Police Lodge 38 held their annual Cops with Kids program at the Walmart in the Highlands. The FOP partners each year with the Ohio County Sheriff's Office and the Wheeling Police Department. Officers paired up with local kids from the Ohio County School District to shop for any new toys, games, and other items they wanted. The purpose of the event is to strengthen the bond between law enforcement and the children while making sure every child possible experiences the joy of the Christmas season. And some good news out of Marshall County. Commissioners updated the community on two county projects at their weekly meeting. The courthouse is undergoing some major upgrades and the health department is right on track to be completed in August of 2024. Updates to the courthouse include heating, air conditioning, ventilation,
insulation, plumbing and electrical repairs. Commissioner Mike Farrow says the courthouse project has been challenging. The courthouse project is around $6.5 million, while the new health department costs around $8.9 million. And over to Ohio County now, the City of Wheeling Water Department announced it will be working with a new service provider for online payments effective December 12th. That's this Tuesday. The transition will require customers who pay their bills electronically or through auto pay to re-register and create a new account through the city's website. The change will also provide additional payment options for the convenience of water customers. Officials stress that as of December 12th, auto pay would not be drafted from customer accounts. To avoid being late, customers must re-register their account and set it for auto pay if they wish to continue with the feature. To re-enroll in auto pay, visit the Wheeling WV.gov homepage and click on the pay online link or by going to the Water Department webpage. That was a look at your morning headlines for this Monday, December 11th. Have a marvelous Monday, everybody. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, everyone! Santa here! And I've got a special message for you this holiday season. It seems some folks have found themselves on the naughty list this year, and they're in need of a little extra help. That's where my friends at AAA Tri-State Bail Bonding come in. When life puts you in a tight spot, call 304-233-5959 to make sure you're home for the holidays. We know that sometimes good people find themselves in tricky situations. That's why AAA Tri-State Bail Bonding is spreading joy and helping you get back to celebrating the season with your loved ones. Don't let legal troubles ruin your Christmas cheer. Call 304-233-5959. Your holiday heroes, AAA Tri-State Bail Bonding. So, if you or someone you know needs a little holiday magic to get through a tough time, remember, AAA Tri-State Bail Bonding is here to save the day. You ring, we spring 24-7, bringing families together for the holidays. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Hi, it's Howard Monroe inviting you to join us every weekday morning for the Watchdog Morning Show. It is all the morning news and information that you need. We have ABC News, the top of every hour, the Ohio News Network, West Virginia Metro News, Tony Caridi and the Mountaineer Sports Report. Adam Fike has our local weather, local news from WTRF TV7. Then Bob Slider and I give you opinions and analysis and interviews, and we hope a good bit of good conversation. So come around, get all the information you need, have the great conversation you like. Join us weekday, 7 to 10, the Watchdog Morning Show. Our countdown to Christmas continues with the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on AM 1600 and 1370. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Gone away is the bluebird. Here to stay is a new bird. He sings a love song as we go along, walking in a winter wonderland. We 
are, uh, of course, uh, counting down the days to Christmas now. Again, I'm I'm counting down. Really, I got four days, and then I'm out of here. Uh, going to the Greenbrier. Now, Christmas is not there. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to having a, a good Christmas time at the Greenbrier uh, with some friends. But um, uh, on the air here, I'll be gone in, in four days. And that also means that most of my in-wheeling Christmas stuff has to be done, trees up and Christmas presents bought and wrapped and all that sort of stuff. Um, so this week, I'm asking you if you have any suggestions, not so much for me, but for everybody else, of locally oriented Christmas gifts. Would you call me, text me, let me know? Uh, tomorrow we're going to talk to Dom Cerrone, who is with um, Good Mansion Wines, and uh, he's uh, going to uh, be buzzing in here to tell us about you know all the stuff they. Is he bringing any wine with him? No, now? he's not coming in. He's on the phone, unfortunately. Bob, oh, so, gee, but, we never get people yeah, never come on. They don't want to see us. Don't get the good stuff, but that's okay. Uh, but. Uh, that is a phenomenal place up there in East Wheeling. I mean, it's just they got so much stuff: imported wines and cheeses and meats and 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 uh, nifty things. Uh, we'll talk to Dom about that. And there's some great Christmas gift ideas for you there from Good Mansion Wines. I think it's Thursday this week. Randy Chamberlain popping in for a minute or two as well uh, to talk about his book Memories of the what was it? What he called it? Uh, Memories of Around the Mound, uh, the series of columns that uh, Randy had written. Uh, for the Moundsville Echo called Around the Mound, just sort of reflecting on different little tiny aspects of Moundsville. We probably won't do a lot of talk about any particular memories this week. We're just going to talk about he's got a book signing coming up. Uh, man, his book has been selling like hotcakes. He had it in dozens of locations around uh, Moundsville, and they're perpetually being sold out, having to order more. You can get it on uh, Amazon.com as well. Randy, of course, uh, former radio guy. That's how I first got to know him. Uh, also a former uh, insurance salesman, insurance uh, man in Moundsville, prominent businessman, now member of city council, um, and um, um, an all-around good guy, except when it comes to politics where he's completely wrong. But uh, he's, he's a good friend of mine, and we, we have a lot of fun. So he'll be with us to talk more about that. Uh, Mike Florio is going to be in town on Friday. Great Christmas gift idea. Go see Mike at the um, at the library for the uh, it's lunch with books. It's at one o'clock, I think, actually. But lunch with books. Uh, Mike will have copies of his book available. His new Christmas book available. We'll sign copies for you, or sign copies for somebody you want to give a gift to. That'd be a great gift as well. Uh, so that's that's good. And I'm just if you have any other ideas of locally oriented Christmas gift ideas. Call me, text me, call me right now, 304-232-8255, or text me, 304-214-1600. Or you can email me at my personal email address, radiomonroe at aol.com. But um, if you let me know about some ideas you have for, you know, personal, local gift ideas, love to pass them along. Howard, through the years, we've uh, we've had our, our share of big hitters, and uh, I think Mike... Uh, Florio is a big hitter. In yeah. fact, man, I want to be his friend, Howard. Bob <laughs> Slider, NBC Sports. You know what I'm saying? Tell him you are a professional producer. I'm a good old boy, yes. And you know, he, he does he does a lot of his work from his West Virginia studio. I could help him down there. You could, you could, you know, that's a possibility. NBC Sports, Howard. I love NBC the way that sounds. Sp- NBC, I'm Bob Slider, NBC Sports. That would be, it'd be cool. Yes, it would. You wouldn't forget the little guys like me when you go up to big time with the NBC. Who? You are? Who? Howard, don't forget the Artisan Center. Great West Virginia artist works are there. I know it's downtown, but hopefully worth the bumpy ride. 
Um, yeah, the Artisan Center um, has a lot of good stuff there. I would highly recommend that if you're looking for some. And what I like about the Artisan Center, Bob, is you can get everything from, uh, and I've got everything from, uh, I don't think they have keychains, but from almost touristy-type keychain things for two bucks to locally done pottery and paintings. Uh, years ago, I bought Nancy, and we still have in the living room, a nice piece of pottery I got down there from local uh, potter. Um so and it was hundreds of dollars. So you can spend hundreds. You can spend a couple bucks. Great thing. And they've got books down there about the Ohio Valley history and all that kind of stuff too. So yes, thank you for reminding me about that. Um, the uh, the Artisan Center. I appreciate that. Let's see what else have I got here. Why don't I invite Melissa Adams on your show to answer your question about the Life Hub? Well, we've had her on the show quite a yeah. few times. Um, and I don't mean this in a negative way. I still don't get answers. I, you know, I've had the mayor on, and I've asked him, and I don't get answers. I, I, I just don't think anybody fully understands exactly what's going on with this Life Hub, including and, the Life Hub people. And again, I, I, Melissa Adams is a very likable, nice woman. I like her, I, and, and, and I think she does great work. This is what we call a butt sentence. But to me, I don't have I don't have all the particulars. But she was hired to do something about the homeless, and she did something. She got them a building right there beside uh, City Hall, and I, I just again, I just am never going to be able to get over that. It's a point Jerry Sklavonakis made uh, last week when they talked about the camp and um, uh, was it the camp no the Life Hub funding, and uh, Jerry uh, objected to it. He was the only one to actually vote against it. And one of the things he talked about was what he called unintended consequences, and he said without criticism to, to Melissa, an unintended consequence is the city council agreed to and the administration put together the homeless liaison, which Melissa was hired to do. But the originally the idea was to work on ways to help the current homeless agencies work together better and then maybe to look for ways to – what's the – they have a phrase they talk um, – Anyways, to eliminate homelessness. So I, I think that would be a good thing. That's you know, but but Jerry said what's happened here is instead of finding a way for all of them to work together, they've created a yet another entity called the Life Hub, which is a separate and additional entity. Unintended consequences, and I don't mean that as a, as, a, as a knock on Melissa. I think she feels it's it was that this is part of what she was 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 hired to do. Um, and but to answer your to your response, why don't you have her on? I, we've had her on several times. And, uh, and she's very good about coming on. I mean, every time I've asked her, with the exception of one time she had a family member pass away, with the exception of every time I've asked her, she says, yeah, I'd be happy to come on. I'll come on and talk about it. I just don't get – I still don't – you know what? I'm, what's George Costanza saying? It's not you. It's me. Maybe it's not them. It's me. Maybe it's me. I just am not getting it. 304-214-1600, Frio Stack, auction service text line. Barry Man – ooh, Barry Manilow Christmas special on NBC tonight at 10 o'clock. Mark that on your TV guide. Holy moly, Batman. Barry Manilow Christmas special tonight on NBC. I am down for that. Thank you for the text. <laughs> I appreciate that. I haven't seen you this excited for a while, I Howard. I'm very excited. I'm excited about the music you're playing today, and now I'm really excited about the Barry Manilow Christmas special. All right. All right. Uh, and this has to go with the fact that Dave Wilson is coming up, filling in for Hoppy Kirchival today. And I, Dave is kind of the now standard fill-in host. And I think whenever the time comes for Hoppy to step aside, Dave is, at the moment, the guy's going to get it. Uh, off the Frio Stack auction service text line, 
Dave does a better job than Hoppy anyways. Dave's a very nice guy. And Dave might be good, but he's no he Hoppy Kerchival. No let me Kirchival. tell you that right now. No Hoppy Kerchival. <laughs> All right, 948, a dozen till the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. The holidays come but once a year, and Masterforce is here to spread some cheer with drivers and drills and blades and bits. From sanders and saws to power tool kits, Menards has the value and savings, of course. Shop tools and accessories from Masterforce. Find great stocking stuffers and gifts at Menards. Plus, don't forget about our gift cards. Hurry now for deals on Master Force. Available at Menards, of course. My name is Mike Campsey. I am an interventional cardiologist and the chief of cardiology at Wheeling Hospital. I think the value of HVI in this region is tremendous. We offer such a wide spectrum of services from prevention to intervention. We're going to get the patient in as quickly as possible. That's the most tremendous benefit to the patients in this region is we, we're here 24-7. We're available to see somebody. Toyota-thon is on, making right now the perfect time to get a great deal on your next car, truck, or SUV, like a sporty 24 Camry or affordable and stylish Corolla, both with available all-wheel drive. Or test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Tundra with enough cargo space for anything the winter has in store. Find out more at buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. But hurry, Toyota-thon ends January 2nd. Toyota, let's go places. Want to know what's up in Wheeling? Tune in Wednesdays at noon for your Wheeling. No two ways about it. With Mayor Glenn Elliott and Vice Mayor Chad Thalman. Live and local, only on The Watchdog. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, round paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. You say you don't like this song? No. Really? <laughs> Apple strudel, doorbells and sleigh bells and schnitzel with noodles, wild geese that fly with the moon on their wings. These are a few of my favorite things. There's a Christmas picture here of Barry. He's got the uh, mistletoe hanging from his schnauzer, Howard. <laughs> Come on now, do not make fun of Barry Manilow. You know, he's a, he, I love him. Uh, tonight, 10 o'clock, NBC uh, Barry Manilow Christmas special. That is absolutely cool. I'm looking forward to it. Nine before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Let's welcome in Bob Westfall from the Big 7, WTRF-TV. Good morning, Bob. How was your weekend? My weekend was fantastic. How was yours? It was good. Um, finished shopping. I thought I was finished, and my wife said, no, we're not. So <laughs> we, we, we spent most of Saturday uh, around the entire upper Ohio Valley picking up a few final odds and ends, a lot of gift, ca- with gift cards, all that kind of stuff. What'd you get me? Um... I can bring you a Wendy burger or something. That's a good deal. Okay, I'll take that. Okay. <laughs> Actually, food for me Funny. works. <laughs> I, can't, I, I, I believe I kept at least some of the restaurants in business this weekend only because we bought so many restaurant gift cards for different people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, those are, that, that's good. That, you know, you're doing your thing for the economy. You know, I used to not like to give. 
Well, I think I did back in the days when a gift certificate was a scrawny piece of paper written with carbon. You know what I'm saying? I always mm-hmm. thought that was kind of cheesy, but since everybody has cards now, I don't feel so bad giving a gift card. Um, right. In fact, we're giving I almost everybody I'm giving to is getting a gift card in addition to something else. Yeah, I mean, I've given like everybody got gas cards or something like that. Yeah. You know, we all could use gasoline. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And we all. Well, I'm of the belief that we all can eat. I've seen your I've seen your pictures. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. What do you got going on today? Anything exciting? What are you working on? All right, a few things we're working on today. Um, how would you like to go to Duke's Mayo Bowl game? Be cool. Watch your W Mountaineers. I still don't well, understand what they're doing down there. Do they spread mayonnaise on everything? You know, like do you get pizza uh, with mayo? Do you get hot? You know, do you have to have mayo on your hot? I was dog? just looking up some video for the story, and, and there's the kicker gets covered. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're going to talk to our people, our friends at Uniglobe, uh, about how they could, uh, what the packages they have to make the trip to watch your Mountaineers play in the Duke's Duke Mayo, mayo Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. Right. So anyway, we'll have an update on that. Uh, 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 something a little more serious, uh, the Metzler's Prelim. This is a mother-daughter uh, duo in Belmont County. Um, pretty horrendous uh, uh, animal abuse case, so we're going to be following that today as their prelim. Um, so we're going to be dealing with that today. Uh, Rebecca's got something a little lighter as well, guitar sales. Apparently they're skyrocketing for some reason. They uh, really? haven't seen sales like this since the Beatles. So uh, she kind of t- talked to our friends over at CA House about what they're seeing when it comes to guitars. Guitar- so I, I mean, I'm sorry. I thought you said car sales, and I'm thinking, yeah. oh, guitar sales. Okay, all right, guitar sales. Guitars. I got it. Now. I got it now. Guitars. Okay, guitars. Um, or, or as you hill folk call it. Uh, the flatboard washboard. I don't know what it is. Uh, I was wondering what cars had to do with the Beatles. The whole thing, you, your whole thing just went right over my head until I finally got it. Okay, I got it now. I got it now. Uh, finally, we've got the Aspiring Nurses Program. Uh, WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital is launching a nursing initiative. Uh, Wheeling University, I think uh, Belmont may have an interest over there. Uh, it's uh, Wheeling Hospital in Reynolds, I'm sorry, through Wheeling University, uh, is to deal with the nursing shortage. And that's all we've heard for the last two years, uh, getting through the pandemic and things like that. Uh, we could need good nurses, uh, things like that. So this is a new program started by WVU Medicine here at Wheeling Hospital and Reynolds Hospital. Um, and we're going to check it out today. Today's the first official signing day. And then, uh, of course, we've got sports today. You know, we've got the Browns. Joe Flacco looking like uh, the Flacco of old, uh, so that's good. And my my Seahawks look like uh, dead bird roadkill. So, <laughs> and then of course we're watching the weather. So a um, little bit of snow here and there last night. They were talking. So we'll see what's going on here. It looks like it's gonna be fairly, be a warm day. It looks like a mild week this week, though. I, I maybe that's the word I'd use. You know, we're gonna be in the mid forties. Uh, mostly clear skies, uh, maybe 50s over the weekend. But I don't see any – I, in talking to Adam, I don't see any rain or snow in the forecast. There's some around us, up to the north of us, you know, going to be around. But I don't think we're going to – I think we'll be all right for the week, kind of a nice mild week. And in, in 10 days, the days start getting longer. Oh, I never even thought about that. Yeah, very good. I've got four more days here, then I'm off to the Greenbrier for a week. So we get – you have four more oh. days to talk to me. Well, three more because you don't talk to me on Wednesdays. We have three, three more days to talk, and then I'm like, yeah. 
Then we'll talk about Howard when he's gone, Bob. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, works for me. I do it here all the time. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> all right, Bob, I appreciate it. People can check things out at noon, 5, 6, 10, 11, 530 for the region-wide show. And, of course, uh, always at WTRF.com, the award-winning website, or with Storm Tracker 7 and the news app on your smartphone or your tablet. You are never far away from all the news you need to know. Bob, talk to you tomorrow morning. Thank you, sir. All right, guys. Bye-bye. So tomorrow, I think we're. T- I'm, I'm hoping to talk about the streetscape a little bit more and how now the things the city the city has really gotten aggressive now in trying to help the businesses downtown. There are other businesses now trying to help the businesses downtown. Uh, in fact, we're putting together a, a, a package to try and help the businesses downtown as well. We are, and if you're one of those businesses, you're going to see someone from the Watchdog uh, here just in a, in a day or two. Yeah, so uh, we got a great idea that uh, we think we can help you. We're going to try and uh, so we're working on that. Other businesses are helping out. Uh, the city has really gotten aggressive now uh, with the you know the, the the free parking, validated parking. Uh, they're really putting a PR push on now, trying to get people you know go downtown, shop downtown. So we'll talk about that, I think, tomorrow if I can make that work, and I'm pretty sure that I can. Also, tomorrow we'll be talking with uh, Dom Cerrone from Good Mansion Wines, one of our ongoing conversations about uh, holiday gifts that you can get that have a local feel and flavor to them, supporting local businesses and giving things that, you know, people will say, ah, you know, sweater is nice, a blender is nice. But, hey, you know, um, some imported cheese and uh, wine, and it'd be even better. So we'll talk to Dom about that tomorrow. And, of course, it's a Tuesday, so Tom Scateri is in with our usual update. And I did, just got a note back from the Greenbrier. I wasn't sure they'd do it. Uh, folks in the Greenbrier are going to be with us uh, one day this week. Wow, look at you, Howard. To, to talk. Well, I think I threatened. I said, uh, by the way, I don't know if you know, I do know the governor. Uh, he has called my show and said that I am a, uh, a good guy and he, I do a good work every day. I didn't actually do that, but at any rate, so uh, Cam Hoffman, who is the director of PR from the Greenbrier, is going to come in one day this week and just talk about the Greenbrier and, you know, what there is to do down there and, and all that kind of good stuff. So that's uh, that's some of what I've got coming up for you uh, tomorrow here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, coming up next, Dave Wilson is filling in for Hoppy Kerchival. All this week, as a matter of fact, uh, Brad McElhenney is literally on his way right now to a hearing in Virginia a $300 million hearing for the Justice family. Um, <laughs> poor J.J., you know, it, it's not going to affect his Senate race. Truly, none of this stuff makes any difference to the to the voters, I guess, uh, but it should be an interesting story. And I hope maybe tomorrow Brad can tell us how this hearing went as well. So, that, But, but uh, Brad's going to preview that for uh, Dave Wilson coming up uh, today. Also, uh, from Politico, Rye Rivard is going to begin to talk about some what I quote Dave Wilson's uh, note, mansion stuff, whatever mansion stuff it is. We had mansion jokes Maybe this we'll tell some more jokes. Tell he'll do, more. He'll do his uh, stand-up routine. <laughs> we, we had some jokes this morning. So that's it. i got to say sayonara, see you, bye-bye, farewell. i got to go. I want to get out of here. Kerchival's got the comm. Well, Kerchival has the comm coming up next with Dave Wilson filling in. And then what, Seth Stasky this afternoon, right? That's right, 12 o'clock. Seth Seth at noon. And uh, Bob and I back tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock, on the go-around of the big gate. We hope that you will be here with us on the Watchdog Morning Show. Stay on my nose and eyelashes, silver white winters that melt into springs. These are a few of my favorite things. When the dog bites, when the beast stings, when I'm feeling sad, I simply remember my favorite
97.7 